your, you know, um, what's the word? Um, philosophical discussion. And then maybe we can get into Spygate later if, if anybody wants to do that. Gene, cool. can you talk? Seems like it's not working for him. I'm going to give him like... Let me DM him. Hello, Gene. So what have you been doing this weekend, MB? Uh, yesterday, I was pretty much drinking all day, so that was productive. <laughs> basically, <laughs> like, basically, technically, uh, <laughs> basically, me too. Studying for... <laughs> nice. Yeah, disc golf. If you're not doing it without drinking, you're not doing it. Right? I, I don't think I could play it without that. Even though, like, it's actually like illegal yeah. against the PDGA rules to to have beer on the course, but nobody cares. Yeah, that sounds wrong. <laughs> All right, Gene says his mic is off. I don't understand that. Can you press the button? Mike, press it on the Gene. bottom left. Me? Oh, Gene. But like, yeah, Gene. Yeah. There should be like I don't see like a. Should just be able to press the mic icon. Yeah. Well, whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, so basically, this discussion is basically to kind of have a little philosophical question about, like, why are we here and what people actually believe, various religions or whatever. Like, because, I mean, it's basically about, like, what Sam Harris just did. And I just saw, did you see that, MB? No, I did not. Okay, so anyways, he's basically was on this podcast, and I mean, Sam Harris's background is basically, I guess he's like, a, he says he's like a moral atheist from the last time I've heard about that, which I actually think is actually an oxymoron, where, you, where if you're an atheist, you don't believe in any type of theology, or when I say atheism, I mean that there's, you don't believe in, I guess, a soul. That's what it means to me, um, or that like, that we're not just biological robots that just sit here like when i see somebody that says an, they're an atheist or whatever like like sam harris i basically see them as what they believe they are is they are basically sitting there as like a human robot like because a robot whatever it like that one robot like from the jetsons or whoever or your microwave or whoever it is is basically there's there's matter there that creates some sort of intelligence I don't understand when atheists, when they sit there, what they see themselves as. Like I would see my, if when I was an atheist, I basically was like, okay, I'm just basically a high tech robot where my brain is basically creating all this circuitry and my thoughts and stuff like that. There's nothing outside that, like a soul, blah, 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 whatever you want to call it. So when I see like nowadays, when I see an atheist, I'm like, I treat like what I want to say is like, I feel like you should be able to treat any atheist like your, your printer that breaks. Like you can just like throw them off a cliff because that's what they should believe about themselves. There's nothing behind that. Like when you look in a mirror, you're basically just like a, a, a high tech robot, a biological robot that appeared here via evolution instead of like humans building it. I don't have that view, but like when he starts getting into morals and all this other stuff and he basically, what, what he basically said was that, that the Hunter Biden laptop, um, basically controversy where new york post basically you know was banned like that whole story was banned you know the 51 intelligence agencies blah 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 came out he said that was like a um let's see gene he basically said that that was like a left-wing conspiracy 
for a good reason to keep Trump out of office. Where when I look at that, I'm like, first of all, no conspiracy like that to, to you know to you to hamper. Hey, Gene, there you are. Cool. Sorry, I, I I had to I had to get off and get back on again. Oh, no problem. All right, yeah, you sound great. Um, okay, good. Yeah, the, yeah I'll, I'll bring you on in a second, but like before I lose my train of thought, like that's fine. He's basically saying, Go yeah, this, before before he said before um, he was saying basically it was like a left wing conspiracy to you know to hide that information about whatever's on Hunter's laptop. He also said that whatever could be on Hunter's laptop is was basically worse than anything Trump could have ever done. Even if there was, even if Hunter Biden had children's corpses in his basement, it was worse than whatever Trump has done. He says that Trump University, whatever happened there, which I mean, obviously there's some shady stuff with Trump University. Nobody thinks that Trump's a freaking angel, but like he thinks that's worse than he even says this. It's worse than any kicks, but kickbacks that he that Joe Biden could have received from Hunter, which is ridiculous because uh, obviously it would be on our our dime. Um, and that would be such a compromising thing. Like, that's like what Russiagate was about, that Trump was compromised by Russia and he was basically doing the bidding of Putin. That's what that would mean, which I don't understand what Sam Harris is even talking about there. But also, like, it brings me back to, like, every single time I'm like, when an atheist is talking about this, I'm like, where is your moral stemming from if it's not from a, I guess, a spiritual level? Like, if you... if if you believe that that there's nothing after here, there's no afterlife, I'm like, then just live your life and shut the shut the hell up. You know, like, I don't understand what, what, like, it's, like, irrational to me. Like, I was talking about the robot thing. Like, if you believe you're a robot, like, all this other stuff, politics, whatever, doesn't matter. I feel like politics and, and anybody having influence over what happens in the future is people that believe that there's a point to the future, that, that you know, that, that our children are, are, are basically beings of God and that there's a point to life. And that's why I titled this, why are you here? Like if I were to ask Sam, Sam, like I'm saying this in a philosophical question, like, and I'll explain like why I think I'm here. Like Sam, like, why are you here? What do you believe is your purpose? Which I think like in an atheistic, I don't understand how anybody who believes in atheism or, or believes that there's no something higher than, than the human body that, that there's no, I'll call it quote unquote soul, which is spirit, whatever that I don't understand, like how they have any, like any perp, any thoughts about what purpose they have here. And, um, it kind of frustrates me because the whole political system, I mean, all these people that have ideas and are, are going on, uh, TikTok and, and going on about their LGBTQ plus blah, blah, blah. If they're atheists, like, why do we care about what they say? Like it's, it, it doesn't matter. And why do they even care at all? Like they don't have a future. Nobody that they're going to have a relationship has a future because at the end of the day, there is no soul and everybody. And if like a, a, a asteroid came down right now, which Sam talks about, like who cares if everybody dies, you know, but um, I just wanted to get past that point where I don't understand this leftist sort of um, atheist viewpoint where, where these people that are atheists have any, any, desire to have politics that are basically empathetic like to trying to help people when all you you have one life just just help yourself like do what you want to do like why do you care about other people it seems irrational to me but um i can i can address that in some ways if it's well yeah, helpful. yeah gene yeah in a second i'll do that because what i want like here is like if you're an atheist i want you to state your view and when i ask you like why are you here answer the question if you're a christian blah 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 i'll go through my like what 
I think I'm doing here. I wouldn't, I, I'm not a Christian. I'm not any, I'm like a spiritual person. What I believe that I believe in God as a being as as like the infinite creator of the universe. Some people, like if people believe in the simulation, like that's basically what's backing their belief, even though they are called themselves atheists, which I don't really understand. But I believe that we're all incarnated here to basically that God created this place to have an experience. If it was just one infinite person, it would get kind of boring. But here it's like basically a God dream where he creates all these people, fractalizes himself. And you have these sort of evolution of, of your mind, evolution of consciousness where you, I mean, obviously we know, I wouldn't call them lower beings, but I would say that like animals, dogs, et cetera, have a lower evolution of consciousness whereas their bodies are just as evolved as us because they serve a very good purpose. But I believe that our evolution of consciousness, what we have here right now, is to basically understand that we are all basically the same thing. Like, even people who, would, like, I guess the Big Bang that just got debunked, whatever. Even people who believe in the Big Bang, we are all the same matter. We all came from the same thing. We are one. So, like, for me, like, I believe that God, like there is basically there isn't time, but God created this like sort of experience, but we're all on a soul level. We're all the same thing. We're all part of that God, except God has a little more consciousness, but, and I believe at that point that when you have this experience, I mean, in, in the Bible, they teach about Adam and Eve and, you know, eating the apple. And that's like basically choosing to me, that's choosing free will that you have a choice to be good or evil. So like here you have to, you have a choice all the time. And like, even for me, like the fool, like, which I, which I use as the tarot card, that is like the archetype of choice. That's a, that's the archetype of having faith that you're just walking off a cliff without caring what's happening. So that's why like I originally, like my friend, well, originally I was a rapper and my friend called me fool Nelson, but then I was like, I love this because that's my favorite tarot card. It's like the tarot card of faith. So basically what I believe that we're doing here, why are we here is basically to understand and actually know that we are all one. And that's like what love is like. And it's not like romantic love, whatever. When you have a friend, it's basically like, oh, I love you. Like, it's a love. Like, people don't want to be like, oh, that's just like with a dude. Like, oh, that's that's homosexual. I'm like, no, like, I love my friends. Like, but it's un but what I believe is that empathy and love, when you like have that feeling, friendship, that is like understanding that we are all one. So I believe that the purpose here yeah. is basically to basically understand that thing. And I, I feel like in religion, which Gene, I think we could go to you, but like in Christianity, I feel like there is that sort of like with the great well, commandments and stuff like that, it's very similar. Well, it's complicated. It, it, it's complicated because for me, I have a contrast because I remember how I thought and what, what, how I, angry I was and everything else before I became a Christian and then afterwards. Yeah. It was a total transformation in my Gene, heart. Gene, me, the, me too. The, I used to be a bastard as like a kid. Like, I mean, I would say that like well, I was very manipulative and stuff, but once I found yeah, that, like I stopped. So, so, so let me explain further. Let me explain further. Uh, the, the point is before I was a Christian, I was an angry agnostic. I was very intellectual, even though I was 14 and 15. But I, but I grew up in a Quaker family also. Harris grew up in a Quaker family, very educated parents, et cetera. He's very well read. It's like he read every book in the world. So I, so I, uh, my parents were very well, well read too. They both went to Swarthmore College. My grandfather went to Yale. My grandmother went to Wellesley. And it's like uh, they had the great books and they read them. So, so I understand his well read education. But the thing is, basically, it doesn't affect their personal life. 
they can uh, they can be real bastards to their family and other people they don't like and there's there's no accountability at all because they can act as they please yeah it's a very Sam Harris acts you... like he is a god unto himself that he has a right to judge other people but other people can't judge him so that's a height of arrogance and in some respects his phd for example is in cognitive neuroscience from UCLA, which is which is a physical science, uh, sort of bioscience degree, and he used uh, he used MRI, which is like an NMR machine, to image the brain, and then to do research into the basis of belief, disbelief, and uncertainty. In other words, if certain areas of of the brain and lighten up, that means something to him. But he can vent it. He can he can take it out of he can take it out of the air because he has a choice of who who he interviews. Everything else he can choose not to interview people he doesn't like and everything else. So it's like his thesis is titled "The Moral Landscape: How Science Can Determine Can Could, could Determine Human Values," which which is a classic bullshit sermon that basically any well can any person who can write really well can can say it in wonderful words, but it means nothing because it can't be disproven or it can't be proven to be true. It's just his opinions, but he uses a whole lot of other people to back up his opinions and say, all these people agree with me. So so you got to listen to me because I am the synthesis of everybody else's opinion. And Richard Feynman, a, a famous physicist from Caltech, understood that very clearly because he ran into these people all along, and he, he had a very famous comment, which I love to put on certain tweets, saying, never confuse education with intelligence. You can't have a PhD and still be an idiot. Well, Harris is a classic idiot, that basically he loves to judge other people. He loves to judge Trump supporters because they bother him and say, to hell with them. I, they, want, they should burn, they should die, they should think because they dare disagree with my moral wisdom. And then he says he's a Buddhist and Buddhists basically can Buddhists can say they don't believe in God and everything else, but they don't real, they're not willing to admit that they are and that people they want people to worship them, much as the uh, the head Buddhist uh, likes people worshiping him and such like that. But their moral life usually is shit, just like just like various Buddha types and Hare Krishna people and whatever else. They treat they, they treat their adherents like cattle. And basically use and abuse them. And yes, Harris does that intellectually. And yeah, people like Jordan Peterson and others take him seriously and have discussions with him as if they think they can convince him to change his viewpoint. But in reality, no, his viewpoint is deranged. And part of that comes from the fact that when he was at Stanford University, he, he did experience with MDMA, which is like LSD, which is a hallucinogen which essentially there's a lot of evidence that it does brain damage. So if he's a brain damaged scientist, so-called scientist, analyzing other people's brains and then coming up with his own opinions about what it's supposed to mean, then he can write a wonderful thesis that everybody thinks is adorable, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't wipe my ass with it after I go to the poop, have diarrhea. Do you know what I'm saying? No, exactly. So, I mean, like, if you don't know me, like, I'm obviously a biologist so like i mean i would have these discussions in grad school and, and many like 
if you are a biologist, you understand that we do not know where basically thought comes from. Many people right. would, would argue that it's from the, directly from the neurons. There's no proof yeah, and, of that. And, and, he, and, 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 and I've had many, and, and, yeah, and, and I've had many it's discussions. It's like an organic chemist yes. saying yep. uh, th there's some sort of relation between the, organic, the biochemistry of the brain and how, uh, how these certain synapses function and the different chemicals in there which indicate whether the person has a conscience or not. No, yep. there's no evidence of that because it can't be proven. And, exactly. and that's another thing that that, uh, that uh, Richard Feynman said, and he was kind of like an agnostic Jew. And, and basically what he said also is, is if, 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 you can, uh, if it can't be observed by other people and it, it can't be tested and it can't be experimented on, then your opinion is likely wrong because it doesn't fit the scientific method. And so his degree in cognitive neuroscience is supposed to follow the scientific method, but he didn't follow the scientific method in, in trying to study belief, disbelief and uncertainty because that's back into his area of philosophy that he liked to do and even involved drug, drug, drugs into it, which essentially damaged his brain cells. I don't know, yeah, well, well, on, 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 no, on, on that, I mean, so, I mean, just going back to your point, like, um, like, I mean, I've had tons of discussions with basically atheistic scientists and they're like, yes, like when I describe, like, they agree with me that like, we don't know where your consciousness actually stems from. And then basically that, like, I describe it as like your brain is basically a computer, a hard drive. It can access whatever you teach it if you go to the internet it can get whatever there and it's in 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 your brain but the internet is sitting out there like there's vast amount of information on the internet that i have no idea what it is so that's how i like sort of say what i feel like the brain is more inhibitory than actually um creative but it goes well, to your point well, about no but no but no no, wait, no, no, gene, no no gene one second back to your point Sorry. about hallucinogenics like i mean i've done hallucinogenics and and Sam like has done them. He should understand like when you do that, you understand that there's something else besides just your brain. That's what he like. I don't understand about him that he's done that, and he 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 can't fathom that your brain is more sort of inhibitory. And he even talks about it, where he's just like, if you do hallucinogenics, you kind of step outside like what you think is possible of just like sort of your your brain and what's what's going on for your day to day thinking. If you take those, you're outside. And I don't understand how he doesn't put those two to two together. Because most people who do hallucinogenics are like, okay, this is a very well, spiritual experience. If you haven't well, had one, well, like, well, let me, let you me don't describe believe. another aspect that will help elucidate the difference, in my opinion, between March 10th, 1973 and March 12th, 1973. Okay? Uh, uh, my parents' family, my very educated family, was falling apart due to, due to all sorts of stuff because my father was an Aspie. I was an Aspie, and basically my mother thought it was her job to fix him, to make him to make him proper, which you can't fix an Aspie. They're just different, okay? So she had her own arrogance issues. So basically, they, the way they treat each other turned me off about any religion they had. My mother was Quaker, my father Unitarian, and they both were very well-read in everything, from Machiavelli to, uh, to Ben Franklin to all sorts of things. I was growing up liking nonfiction because I didn't like reading other people's opinions. 
it wasn't very useful for me. You know, I, I was different. I, I liked reading geology books or chemistry books or whatever else I could. You know, I read the World Book Encyclopedia from cover to cover. And that's not, there's not much philosophy in there. Okay. But the point is, basically, six months before I became a Christian, uh, uh, my, I lost my dog because it got jumped out of the back of the car in a strange area miles away from my house. And we were walking over a bridge at night, and I cried out, God, if you're real, because I grew up Quaker, so I went to Quaker meeting. I said, God, if you're real, help me find my dog. Well, the next day, we went back through the neighborhood again, and my dog was sitting on the side of the road, okay? And then a couple days later, I saw the movie Time to Run, which is listed on my, on my sub stack. But the point is, I became a Christian because God showed me as a scientist who didn't know and didn't really, really want to know that he cared about me personally enough to help me find my dog. Okay? That blew me away in my own mind. So after that, I realized that God had a new life for me, that he didn't want me to think the old way that made me always angry at people and swear at them and everything else because they dared disagree with me. So in some respects, I understand his arrogance. But the point is, being an arrogant 14-year-old, when you think you're educated, in reality you're not, because the proper scientists, and you being a biologist understand this. Me as a chemist, I understand it. The more I learn in chemistry, the more you learn in biology, the more you realize you don't know it. That's why the Russian sleuths are so good That's at what exactly they're doing. That's exactly it. The more you, you know, the you more don't you don't know, you know you don't know. And you don't speculate unless you get proof. But the problem is this guy, Harris and other people like him, love to speculate. They like to the mind, read the minds of their enemies and make them malevolent and everything else. And I encourage all the listeners to uh, to read Charles Crownhammer's essay back from 2002, and I think I have it on my Substack also, where he describes the difference between conservatives and liberals. That basically conservatives think that liberals are stupid. Liberals think that the conservatives are evil. There's a big difference between one group thinking they're stupid and the other group thinking they're evil because one thinks that they can read their mind because that's how they think. They're the ones who are evil. Okay? So they think, well, the other side that disagrees with us, they must be evil too. When in reality, they're not. They're just, they're just think they're being stupid. Okay? So, so that's the contrast. It's, it's like and then after that, I went to a Christian college, and I double majored in chemistry and math, minor in physics, and then went on to graduate school, got my master's PhD, as well as my master of divinity. But I got that just so I could communicate better. It had nothing to do with me wanting to be a pastor. I, I don't see it that way. I see all truth as God's truth, wherever it is, biology, whatever. But the point I'm trying to make about Sam Harris and such like that is that basically uh, Sam I understand his background. His parents were divorced and everything else. So he's a very angry young man. That uh, They had a religion thing, but it's like they were phony about it. And so it's the kind of thing where in a way it's like you can't avoid the nature of where his anger comes from. So in a way he thinks it's his mission in life to kind of destroy the childlike faith that many people have and then, and then show everybody how superior he is. I think that Does was that make said. sense? Nope, greatly said. And, uh, well, Bobo just came on, so I just want to, I mean, I'm going to come back to you, Gene, probably to ask you the actual questions. It's just like, Bobo, why are we here? Why are you here? Or whatever you want to talk about. <laughs> well, let me say why we're here first. I can answer it quickly. 
because sure. it's summarized in just one phrase. Uh, the, the purpose for my life is to love God and enjoy him forever. And okay. that yep. may sound strange, but it's out of the Westminster Catechism. As such, it is the purpose in one's life as a Christian is to love God and love is is to love God and, and enjoy Him forever. And, and in some respects, Galatians two twenty also summarizes it for me. I've been crucified with Christ, and it's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life which I now live, I live in the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave Himself for him, me. And I used that in my high school yearbook in nineteen seventy five. And I went to Swarthmore High School, which is a public school, but very private in its focus, very educationalist and such. Scientists from Swarthmore College had their kids go there, et cetera. So, so, so that, my doing that was brave because I was sort of the only vocal Christian in my classroom, so in my high school class. So in some respects, I've had to take this stand all my life, but I don't mind. I'm loudmouth anyway. But, but the point is, I think that, that answers your question. So, yeah, go ahead to the other people. Per yeah, perfect. And I don't think that's, like, too far off from what I believe, to be honest. All right, Bobo. Hey. Um, yeah, I follow you, Fool Nelson, for the uh, Russiagate stuff. You're great, man. Uh, keep doing it. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I got tons of things to say. I mean, I usually, uh, you know, I, I, I'm big into, uh, you know, I've listened to so many atheist versus religion you know, religious people debates like I, I can't even hundreds probably. And they're great. Um, I really like the really big ones that, uh, you know, where you get an audience and then they take a vote at the end to see if uh, how people were persuaded one way or the other. And um, when they're really friendly and cordial and people can get along, you know, from both sides, I think it's great. I think I have to say, I don't know how much uh, you want to talk about politics at all, but I, I just want to say like, you don't want to scare away like atheists. Um, I think you need a bigger tent. Uh, you know, on the right, I think consider myself an independent sort of right leaning at this point. But, you know, I'm also have I have left uh, sympathies um, that we're also gaining more Hispanics and blacks and different races. And it's just, uh, you know, times are changing right now. That's sort of a so I really don't think it's a good idea to, you know, <laughs> you know, to pick a fight generally with atheists because a lot of atheists are becoming conservative. Oh, no, um, I mean, I completely agree with that. I'm just saying that I don't understand what they think they're doing here but yeah oh no i don't want to alienate them i just want them to think more you know what i'm saying all right back to you yeah i mean um uh, so you talk about psychedelics i mean i've done psychedelics i mean i've done the most powerful psychedelic of all it's called mania i don't know if you know anything about type 1 bipolar disorder but i had the same thing that uh joan of arc had and vincent van gogh ernest hemingway etc so i know uh the ultimate in like that sort of uh connection with the universe and um you know i was an atheist you know turned atheist shortly before that happened so i was able to completely rationalize it i didn't think that there was anything mystical going on or anything like that it's perfectly possible that it was just neurotransmitters and you know, synapses and all that. Um, but, uh, you know, another thing I'll say is just, I didn't answer your question yet here. The, uh, why are you here? I mean, of course, nobody knows. Is there a God? Nobody knows. Like, that's the only correct answer is, is, is there a God or do you, you know, yeah. I, I heard someone before ask this question and they thought it was a real zinger. I remember this was like 10 years ago, asking a guy named Thunderfoot. I think it was the son of, uh, a pastor, I can't remember his name now, a famous guy that used to debate, and his son is also a religious sort of debater, and he thought he had a real zinger. He said, uh, is it possible that there's a God? 
Okay. And the answer, he's trying to get catch the guys to, into forcing him to say, yeah, but the correct answer is, I don't know. You can't say uh, it's possible. That, that's, that requires some kind of evidence because if I hold out a coin and I say, is it possible that if I flip this, it'll land up heads? You could say, yeah, it's possible because you everybody knows that there's a heads and a tails on every coin. See how it's a different kind of question when I ask, is there a God? You don't know that there's universes that have gods and universes that don't have gods. And so, yeah, it's possible because some universe, you see what I mean? Like the only answer yeah. is, I don't know. So uh, why are you here? I don't know. Why is there a God? No, is there a God? I don't know. It, these are all just, we don't have evidence. So, um, you know, so I have, I don't have a, pro I like that. I like that religion, you know, um, is kind of uh, sort of becoming more personal to people. It's less sort of, um, uh, you know, less proselytizing, I think, going on. People take it more personally. And, you know, we live in a multicultural society, multiple religions. And, uh, you know, people are kind of less uh, sort of, uh, how you say, militaristic about it or whatever. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll just say, like, when I was an atheist, I probably went through the same thing that a lot of people go through when they become atheists, like, uh, or anti-theists as I was. Um you know, it, it was that I used to just despise like religious people, you know, I would, and I think it's, just, you know, uh, it's something that it, it sort of does to you. you, you know, when you're just kind of starting out, you'll see people like, let's say out in public praying, like they'll be having a meal at a restaurant and the family's like praying that that, that used to bug me. And I'm like, look at these people, you know, like, and I know I think it's so, so stupid and petty of me and wrong to do that. No, yeah, know? I think the same thing. Yep. So, so you get arrogant, but like, and, and there's like this cognitive dissonance that's obvious until you sort of like hit it. Well, it's, well it's if I could it's, comment it's, briefly. Let me just, sorry, let me just finish. Let me just finish. It's, it's because yeah, how I got over that was I realized that there was a cognitive dissonance going on. Like I always used to rail against religion itself because like, that's what I don't like. I don't like religion because of what it does to good people or what it's capable of making good people do bad things. So those people praying, those are good people, but they've been they've got a mind virus in my opinion in my opinion it's uh it's it's just that you know what i mean like how could i think that religion was the bad thing but at the same time the people who are practicing it is bad you know they're 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 innocent you know and and it's probably the same way that religious people think of you know uh, atheists being taken over by satan or something like that and they actually love the people and they but it's satan who's bad right you know so it's a sort of a uh, back and forth thing like that well well, basically, if I could comment, because I understand what you're saying, Bobo, that basically that uh, that one thing that needs to be understood is that uh, I believe what I do because God enabled me to believe what I do. There's nothing I could do to prove my position is the correct one or not. That's not even my job, because God works with individuals to convince them one way or another. And, and I have no control over that. But my job is to treat other people as... I want to be treated, and that's the way it should work. But unfortunately, that's not life, because a lot of people want to pretend they are gods to themselves, just like Sam Harris, and want to set their own rules. And if other people break them, then 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 they're the, on their uh, hit list, so to speak. But it but they can say that they're tolerant of other people's views as long as they don't disagree with me, or as long as they do it elsewhere, or they. Or as long as if they come into my presence, I have the right to silence them. And that's Harris. That's Harris's problem is he wants to silence other people who believe differently from him. And I, I understand the experience that some people have with LSD, LSD or MD, MDMA. And yes, it does 
psychoactive stuff to the brain which simulates a relationship with Jesus Christ, but it doesn't last very long after the after the high and might even do some damage so that they perceive things differently for a long time because my wife had problems with that because she's she took LSD when she was a teenager and and struggled with constant visions in her mind uh, that would interfere with her communication. So basically pictures going through her mind that, that were more distracting. And so, so in some respects, it was very disturbing for her. But the point is, again, we don't know what they do regarding setting certain things off, simulating something. But the way I view it, it is sort of like they're idols that meet the time, whether it be someone smoking marijuana and getting a high, or someone drinking alcohol and getting a buzz, or some other thing like that. If, if people use any of those things to feel better without changing the environment that they put themselves in by stupid moral choices, then their situation isn't going to change because when they come off being drunk, they're still going to be stuck in the mess they made. And it's, it's all about evading responsibility for one's actions. And that's, that's the difference for me, is it's like, on the one hand, God holds us responsibility for what we choose to do. And on the other hand, people who say that they should be God, they have a right to judge other people, but not be judged themselves. And that's Sam Harris's problem. And so in some respects, he doesn't understand it at all when I say, you know, my purpose in life is to love God and enjoy him forever. They don't understand what that means, but I don't expect them to understand what it means. Well, how, and how does that relate to my view of other people, how they live their moral lives? Well, I expect non-Christians act like non-Christians. If, if, if they're not Christians, I don't hold them to, to a different standard than my own. Because basically, that's between them and God. It doesn't concern me. I'm not their judge. I'm not allowed to be their judge. But it's a situation yeah. where if they try and intrude on me and say that I'm supposed to accept their gay marriage as being legitimately marriage, when in reality, the definition of marriage comes from the Christian definition of it, they want to deny there's a Christian definition of it. Because God God created marriage to be between a man and a woman, not between two men or an animal and a man. So it's a kind of thing where, again, it's a matter of if people want, want to rewrite the rules and say Christians are supposed to go along, then that's not tolerance. That's just pushing their own philosophy on other people that have a difference of opinion. And, and so, again, it goes, it, it's hypocritical. And... What what struggle what I struggled with before I became a Christian was the hypocrisy of my parents' Quaker Unitarianism that it had no effect on their behavior at all, whatever they said they believed, whether they like Cahil Gibran, Cahil Gibran, the wisdom teaching of Cahil Gibran or whatever, or or other mystics that they got hope from. In some respects, and people don't realize how badly they treated their own families, when they things. For, for example, Marx was a pervert in the way he treated his kids. Uh, Freud, Freud was a sexual pervert who kind of read people's minds and put his own sexual motivations on other people. And, and, and yet, uh, Paul Johnson wrote a great book called The Intellectuals, which kind of lays it out pretty well about Rousseau, uh, Marx, Hegel, um, all sorts of other people 
and, and it's a type of thing where um, a, a lot of people don't realize that that when people live a subjective ethic life, they can choose how they want to behave irrespective of because they don't think they're accountable to anybody. And it's very convenient to say I'm an atheist because then they can pretend they're not accountable to God for their behavior ultimately. But I at least was an angry agnostic because I didn't know and I didn't care. But then I lost my dog and then I finally cared and said, God, where's my dog? Please help me find my dog if you're real. But for me as a scientist, 15 years old or whatever, it didn't matter. It's the point is God showed me personally, he cared about me to get my dog back. And and I I don't know whether people can relate to that or not, but that that was very personal to me. It helped me to see that God dying on the cross for me was personal. And that was what he was offering other people. And so I have no regrets about what happened in 1973. It, my life has been wonderful, even though it's been filled with heartache, filled with heartache and such, and being misunderstood and such. But I did my best to be, keep my sons proud of me and everything else so that I could live my life and not regret what happened. So all I can say is, uh, I, I hope that's a good other summary that will continue the discussion. I think I've made no, that, I mean, that was great. And I also have like another so, like experience that helped me too, but I'm, I mean, it's kind of personal, so I don't really feel like sharing it right now. But like when I talk about like, like again, but going back to the full tarot card, it's like, it, it, it's faith. Like that you, and what Bobo was saying, like we don't have any proof or we don't, we can't, we can't ever know. And that's kind of the point. That's like, it, it is faith. And that, um, like when I say that, that the point why we are here is that to understand that we're all one to love each other. And when you like, when you understand that you can't do evil to anybody else because you understand that that's doing evil to you. And I feel like that's what people should understand when, when like you talk about the great commandment, where you should love thy neighbor, and then what would you say that that you want the you're, you're you here to be with love for the entire time. You. And that's yeah, exactly that, believe it or not, is how the Republicans function because, in some respects, and that's why Republicans vote for a Democratic a, a Democratic judge nominees that people yeah. don't understand is that they want they treat the Democrat uh, the, the other side of the aisle in a way they want to be treated, but in reality, the Democrats don't do that. Yeah, it used to be true when I was growing up that that basically that both sides would vote for the other nominees if they were if, if there was merit if they had merit to be on the court. Do, do you know what I'm saying? It's like no, I, no, exactly. Um, it was it was all yeah, about that, merit. I mean, it wasn't like, about that's personal a, that's, belief that, regarding morals but, in the sense of uh, whether someone was pro-abortion or not. Yeah, that, that had nothing to do with it. It had to do with the law and the Constitution, whatever they're Whatever that's their personal how, beliefs was. But, but that's, that's not how, true like, anymore. But that's how evil is always won, is because they don't have to right. play by any rules. So that's why they always can have just, they can, they're one step ahead all the time because they don't have to deal with any of these rules. But um, yeah. 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 And Harris and, essentially makes up his own. And, and Buddhism is very good at enabling people to make up their own. Rules. Well, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't just chastise Buddhism like that. If there's actual no, spiritual no, no, people that, that Buddhism, that, but, that's what he, but atheistic Buddhists are, to believe are ridiculous. It. That's all. I'm just yeah. He's the yeah. one that picked Buddhism. Yeah. Well, um, unless nobody else wants to uh, answer this question or talk about this, I saw Bobo unmuted, but then we might move to Russiagate if anybody else. 
Um, yeah, I'll just say one quick thing, and then uh, that'd be great if we could do Russia get it. That's a bit of a surprise. I didn't know we were doing that, but just we can do it. You know, I'm gonna go on a long drive, so we can do it. Like I'll just say, I, like I, I'm an atheist, all right. I'm, a, I, I, you know, I'm just an atheist. I can't help it. It's just what I believe, just the same way as what you guys believe. You can't help it. It's just what you believe. So okay, perfect. Um, and then you know, why because, are you here? <laughs> none of that's you, that's what I wanted an atheist, actually. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, just for Sam Harris, as far as, you know, like, I, let me just say that Christopher Hitchens was my favorite uh, new atheist. I mean, he, 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 you know, was a very big influence on me. And if he was here today, he would be strongly, strongly disagreeing with Sam Harris uh, on the comments he made recently. I didn't actually watch what Sam Harris said, but I've just, I've read summaries and then I saw he had to come and try to correct himself and everything. Cause you know, Christopher Hitchens, his, you know, his favorite author was Orwell. He used to go on and on about Orwell and Orwell is kind of, uh, you know, I think uh, somebody who, you, you know, uh, the right kind of associates with more now. And I, that's the biggest thing I feared as an atheist was, you know, we're the side that thinks that we have all the knowledge. I mean, uh, you know, and the right is anti-science and everything. And then like there, there's going to be people hiding among our ranks and the atheists and the leftists who are going to feel like they can just, you know, be authoritarian and a totalitarian. And then they're going to sweep in and just say, we're the smarter ones. And, you know, we should just dictate what for everyone else, what they have to do, you know, and that's kind of what I see, you know, Sam Harris saying, it's kind of like this, it's it's just an Orwellian nightmare, like, uh, and, and I see them, he's come out and, and said it clean, like, just totally transparent about it. He's saying, I think it's okay, because we believe Trump is literally Hitler. Uh, that that we can uh, you know um, you know uh, censor your side from saying anything you know and 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 whatever else he was saying but I will I will say like in your in your question why are you here let me just respond to that with um, another question I'll say it might be a comment um, this is the only life that you know for sure you're going to get is that correct or not that's right, fair, exactly. fair enough I, but I but but my no, my but question because... is like. To go deeper um, on that level, why do you do any of this nonsense? Like, even like you're talking about Sam Harris being bad. Like, who cares? Like, it doesn't right. matter. You know, why, how how could I be a humanist and, and think that this is the? I think it just makes the life more precious. Then, then it's not about. I see. All, all, see. Of, all about putting on like a big like um, you know puppet show for God, so that when I get into heaven, like I can like live forever and worship God forever. Uh, you, you know, and this is just a veil of tears, you know, what we're, what we're stuck in right now. It's nothing compared to, you know, you know, heaven and everything. And then we risk losing everything. The only thing we've got, you know? Yeah. So like, yeah, that's, that's so like, I, I believe in reincarnation, but, um, so going back to that, like, I well, completely that's a, that's understand a like a self-revelation that says atheist. that God would prefer people to be hot or cold, but lukewarm will spew out of his mouth. I would say the atheist and agnostic is like cold. It, it, it's like their eyes need to be opened. That's the way I view it. But the thing is, he appreciates their point of view. Right. And it, I mean, it, like, no, so like, I understand his point of view. Like you want the, your one life to be the best it could possibly be. I wish people would just say that. Like, that's a very, um, I don't know, like a very intellectually like, um, uh, intellectually just consistent belief like if i like if i already had that i'd be like okay i want to stay within the laws because i'm not gonna be locked up i want my life to be the best that it can be and that's what i would have believed if i was an atheist basically well let, let me put it even more succinctly here just to quote christopher hitchens here briefly okay it's one it's one paragraph it's four sentences or so 
He, this is well, when he was. His brother Peter is a Christian, which helps put it in perspective too. His brother Peter Hitch is, is also a blogger, etc., and is a Christian and just well, as educated as a. Is I think he's great too. Peter Hitchens is great. I think I thought he was great the last few years. I've been listening to him. Just they disagree on one issue: is just whether or not there's a God, really. And so, no, I'm talking about Peter. Peter, his brother, is a Christian. I know Peter. I know. I'm saying Peter Hitchens is a great man. I admire him as well. I, I and I'm just saying that he and Christopher Hitchens also agreed on a lot, you know. But they just didn't agree on whether or not there was a God, really. Right. So, now, let me just say, that Christopher Hitchens put it this way. He said when he was sort of, I think it might have been when he had cancer, he said, I know what's coming. I know no one beats these odds. And it's a matter of getting used to that and growing up and realizing that you were expelled from your mother's uterus as if shot from a cannon towards a barn door studded with old nail files and rusty hooks. It's a matter of how you use up the intervening time in an intelligent and ironic way and try not to do anything ghastly to your fellow creatures. So that's life. That, no, that's, that's perfect. And I mean, this, this conversation went exactly sort of how I wanted it to, because we have a Christian arguing with an atheist, and I feel like there's a lot of good well, I'm not arguing with you guys. Well, I mean, I'm not arguing, I mean, discussing, philosophizing. No, it's a rhetorical discussion, which is much yeah. more appropriate. Yeah. Uh, no, I didn't want to. I didn't mean argument. I mean civilly, just discussing. Which is no, great. no. I'm just putting in contrast with Harris. Is I, I'm not oh, yeah. giving the time of day. I don't even want to talk with him. It's like, you know, his his kind of arrogance pisses me off. It's like he's full of it. Yep. Okay, sorry, can uh, I just add one thing, Paul? One thing. Sure. Sure. Um, it's it's that the you know the woke uh, the woke shit liberalism neoliberalism is, is just as bad a religion as as any other to me. I'll, I'll say that right now. Let me just say that uh, it, I don't see anything that makes it any different. Um, they're asking you to take a lot on faith, like climate change, for example. Like you're not showing people the evidence. You're, you're expecting people to just believe based on authority. Same like religion. There's no difference. But they don't even de they don't even define the term climate change because climate change is normal. Yeah. The Great Lakes were carved out by glaciers. They went away. That's climate change. Yeah, look, that had nothing I, I, to do with man. I, 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 I strong. I believe in climate change. I was, you know, strongly influenced by Carl Sagan. He's a hero of mine. I believe climate change is a real thing. I believe it's, you know, the recent changes are because of human activity. But you're asking people to believe this on faith, the same like anyone is, because where's how are people seeing the evidence? You're, you're, they're taking it on faith. It's the same like taking the, right, uh, it's the same like having to take the, um, these experimental drugs, you know, for the coronavirus. You're taking it on faith because you haven't seen the evidence. You're just appealing. You're just like bowing to authority, and you're being made fun of if you don't bow to authority. It's exactly the same as religion in, in that way. There's no, the only difference is that they don't make any claims about the supernatural. That's the only difference. But what difference does it make? They try to keep you ignorant. You know, of, of of other opinions, just like religions try to keep you ignorant of other religions. You know, everything's accepted on authority. Um, you know, it, 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 it's it's so much. Uh, it's the same thing. Well, one thing people don't understand is too during this Cenozoic and Jurassic periods, and maybe you can answer this, fool. That, that what was the percentage of carbon dioxide in the atmosphere between three and four percent? Now they're bickering and arguing about. 0.04% being the, the amount, that's 400 parts per million, being a problem in the atmosphere when during the Jurassic and 
Cenozoic period, it was between three and four percent. There's a big difference there. And people Yeah, but that doesn't there. matter because as long as it's stable, the, the climate like the earth isn't going to change. Like the the that's like a not a great argument because if if well, all of yeah, a sudden that went yeah, up to like six is, we're talking about change. changes between three hundred and fifty and four hundred and fifty parts per billion or parts per million, which is which if they put it in percentage terms, it's minimal. And we right. don't know the fluctuation that happened between the year 1,000 and 1,100. We have no idea. There's no correlation. It, it, it could be strictly correlation, not causation. And all you have is correlation. It's not causation. It doesn't prove causation. Well, you can't even run an experiment because we can't just model right. Earth and anything. So that's, I mean, so that's you got, obvious. But the thing is, with an experiment, you got to prove causation. And you can't prove causation with this. All you have got is correlation. Exactly. Just like we were talking about with, the, with, with where consciousness stems from. You can't really do an experiment. But, and they won't let people go to strictly nuclear power either. They were trying to shut down Germany's and France's nuclear power generation things. But, but in reality, nuclear power doesn't give off any greenhouse gases at all. Right. Um. Yeah, I, I mean, know, Bobo sorry. made some great points that, I mean, it all is about, I mean, it's obvious to me that, that that stuff is about faith. I mean, LGBT, like the trans thing is about faith as well. Um, because, I mean, when, when I sit, <laughs> I mean, this could be controversial, but like anytime I look, like I don't, like when I sit like quietly in my own mind, there is not, I do not have like a male, I don't have like a heterosexual anything going on. It's not until I look into a mirror, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm a man. Like, you know what I'm saying? And then, or, or like some hot girl walks by and like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm straight. Like when you just sit there in your mind, like there's, there's not like a, um, a gender in it or, or, uh, even, a, a sexuality into it. But, but I can understand but, but sexuality beliefs, because like it pops out of nowhere. The, and, um, and the beliefs don't change the nature of their DNA as whether it's XX or XY or, or the shape of their pelvis. And, and, and they're, they're, there are no men that have female pelvises, and there are no females that have male pelvises. They're designed differently for different reasons. It's just, it's right, become but, politicized. But it's become what politicized I'm saying is like, I don't, yeah, well, what, I, what I'm saying is I never feel like, like, like I don't know how, to, how a male actually feels. I feel like myself. You know what I'm saying? Right, of like, course. I don't go, like, until I look in the mirror, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm a dude. But when I just sit here, just just thinking, like, I don't know how a male feels. I don't know how anybody else knows how the male feels. That's why, like, I understand sexuality. Because, like, that's, like, very uh, visceral. When, like, a hot girl walks by, I'm like, oh, yeah. I definitely have fun with her. But, like, when I'm, like, looking at, like, an old woman, like, there's no sexual feelings. That's very visceral and very, like old biology whereas it comes well, to well, the trans Jordan thing Peterson, i never feel like a male <laughs> well, but as I Jordan am, Peterson like, would say you get a biological response due to due to the fact that your biology means that you you react physically to to seeing an attractive woman which is normal or to see an attractive man which is normal but what you do with it is is totally different it's a matter of choices as to what you decide to do with it and, and people oh, yeah. can choose to be celibate, but that doesn't. But that doesn't mean they're gay. If they're celibate, it could just mean that they 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 just don't want to bother with it. So 
So in a way, it's very complicated, that issue. But again, it, it's, it's not necessarily genetic in the same sense of whatever. But a lot of people don't realize about this trans stuff is a lot of people uh, don't realize that the trans stuff essentially says if you have a male homosexual, the attitude of these trans people is the male homosexuals should become a girl and then he's not a homosexual anymore. He's just a trans woman. I mean, I don't so, think that's their philosophy. That I think they believe that that there's people out there that believe they're men, which which is my point. Like, I don't have like this thing where I'm like, oh, I'm a man. Like, I never think that. Like, I'm like, oh, like I, when I look in the mirror, I'm like, oh yeah, I have, a, I have a dick and balls and stuff. But like when I'm like sitting in my consciousness, I never like I'm just like, I I I don't have this like which I know like attractiveness, a visceral thing where you're like, oh, I'm attracted to that woman. Whereas it's never like I'm a all of a sudden this instinct pops in, I'm a man. It's just me, you know what I'm saying? So that's how I can't actually empathize with, with, with the trans sort of thing is because I never no, think, what, what I, I'm referring I, I to is those the, that put, a man thing. is parents that push their daughters or sons, their kids, it, 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 by even having surgery done on them. Oh, to, no, that's, that, no, that's exactly, yeah, that's exactly why I'm very much against it is because I've never been like, I'm a man. Like, it's like biology influences, like how, like how you behave. That's obvious. But I never like think like in my persona that I'm a man. Like, it's just like, it's just like, a, it's like a physical characteristic. It's not something visceral, like, like your sexuality. So right. like, that's why I'm very against like this, this, this transit thing is because I can't empathize with it because I've never been like, I'm a man, you know? Like, so, um, yeah, that's how I like see it, but it's not like, I mean, like, but I don't know. I would have to discussion because it's very like the trans thing is very soul parallel where you have to like believe in a soul because that's if you're a, if you're a, a, a man in a woman's body, then that's that's your that's like a soul thing. But I'm not sure. Like, I can't say that it's real or not because but, I've never but, had that experience. But again, it doesn't change their DNA and the fact that that, uh, that males never were born with uh, uteruses. Look, right. look, can I just say the thing with the children is easy, okay? As, as an atheist now and somebody who's kind of leaning right like lately, um, you know, 10 years ago, me, other liberals, you know, atheists, humanists, you know, were very against circumcision, okay? Mainly it was, you know, the female circumcision going on in the Middle East, and I don't know if it went on in North America, but, you know, also just circumcision in general because – you know, it's just um, not necessary and it's just, you know, um, it's not, you know, rooted in science or anything, you know, and it's and it just takes away sexual pleasure and all that. And, and that it's we were told like liberals were totally against that. And now 10 years later, all of a sudden they're like, OK, no, we changed our minds. Not only can you hack off the you know the the do the circumcision, you can take the whole genitals off. And right. So it's an easy one. It's like now they're just totally like uh look like buffoons now for for doing it. and luckily you know i think the best uh you know uh debaters on the left you know aaron mate glenn greenwald you know um max blumenthal etc cetera, etc cetera, they're not on that sort of crazy train you know i don't see them ever you know jumping behind that um luckily you know they're losing all their best uh people there but also you know they're competing in uh, you know they're just losing the cultural war as far as uh competing in you know males genetic biological males competing in female sports is ridiculous everyone can see that you know i have no problem 
like if there's a male, somebody I grew up with, the kid who was a boy growing up and then he changed to a woman, if he wants me to call him, him a girl or whatever, fine. I have no problem with that. It doesn't hurt me. It doesn't hurt anyone, you know. Uh, to, but to, as George Peterson said, it's compelled speech. Yeah, but I know, but if I, I'm yeah, just saying, I'm not telling you have to. I'm not telling you that you have to. I'm just saying that I'm willing to. But I, if you yeah, don't right, want to, right, that's fine. Of course, that Jordan Peterson's point. Yes. So yeah, so but like people it's like that's like a courtesy to that person. If somebody went that 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 far to 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 get rid of their genitals, like I'm going to say every single time, like if they want their preferred pronouns, I'm going to do it because that's like a courtesy to the person and, and love of that person. But like it, does, but it doesn't mean that I can actually empathize with it because I could not understand it. <laughs> Which is not like any. I'm not putting any hate towards them. I'm just like in my like experience of being a man. Again, like the only thing like I have like a visceral thing. Thing. There's no visceral thing to being like I'm a man. It's just I look at myself and I'm a man. It's different from liking a woman, which is completely out of body compared to being a man. It's weird. I don't know. I just another thing about Sam Harris. Sorry, I got to jump in here. Is that you know it's not like he's you know just because he's an atheist. Like I said, he already like if Christopher Hitchens was around, he'd be disagreeing with him completely on all this Orwellian crap. And, and and this like uh, anti-democratic stuff and, and and all that and censorship and and, and just to stop Trump because Trump's literally Hitler, you know, um, he totally he would be against him if he was here today. But I mean, like, you know, he's not perfect. He's human. He's very smart. I mean, Sam Harris, Harris is smart. And I think he's a good debater when it comes to, you know, atheism and versus versus religion. But that's it. You know, that's what he does. I don't even know that he's done anything particularly exciting in, in, in neuroscience. I'm a, neuro, I'm a neuroscientist also. So it's just that. You know, um, you know, Sam Harris is also a political person and he's a political hack. And I mean, I know a lot of people on the right are kind of pro-Israel, but like Sam Harris is pro-Israel. And I'll just say right now, like that's uh, unique to him among the new atheists. You won't find a lot of new atheists who all call themselves humanists who are, you know, pro-Israel. They're pro-peace, if you want to call it, or pro-Palestine, uh, you know, uh, you know, go, uh, you know, returning to the uh, 1967, pre-June 1967 borders, you know uh and all, all that stuff like but meanwhile sam harris is uh you know he's kind of an a la carte like just like religious people sometimes get cart called a la carte you know religious people where you get to pick and choose what you like about sort of christianity and like you obey this and you want to obey that it's just like sam harris yep he's, i agree he's not a pure, he's not a pure humanist at all he's he's a political hack uh also cool um so if anybody else, I saw Julie pop in. I don't know if anybody else wants to talk about this subject. If not, we're going to switch to Russiagate because I'm on a drive and I can do it as long as people want to do it. Um, uh, anybody else? Bo, Bobo, you're, well, you're me, fantastic. Let me mention something about the Russiagate thing. One of the things I find very odd about the sluice and other people following along is is the the phenomenon of the Durham is supposed to be out there telling everybody what he's doing, when in reality what Barr tried to set up and Durham has been done all along through his whole career is keep the full investigation quiet, the way the DOJ says it wants to have all investigations quiet because of the need to give the presumption of innocence for everybody who's being investigated. In other words. No leaks, no nothing. And the fact we don't hear anything is exactly what is how it's supposed to work. But there are all sorts of people who get lose hope and think that it's the end of the world because we don't have any more indictments yet. When Denchenko trial is coming up in October, 
And a lot of it's going to come out about the evidence he puts out for that, even though he's not going to use most of it because he did it before with Sussman. And and what I see this as look as a novice looking from the outside at it, who knows something about politics, is that's the way the DOJ is supposed to work. And when people act that the DOJ is supposed to be leaking like a sieve for Durham, the same way the Democrats did it for four years against Trump, is a, is wrong because the proper the proper lawyers in the DOJ and Durham's group particularly don't do that because they think it's unethical. So that's my main comment about that. So. Fool, do you want to add anything? Because uh, I kind of made my point there initially. I, I because I don't have as much to offer as you guys do. I don't do the research you guys do. Yo, sorry, I got frozen for a second there. Uh, Fool, do you want to comment? Because I made my point. I wanted to make because I'm I, I, I'm not an expert like you guys, you and Mansoor and others are. Gene, Bobo, Daniel, you can hear me? Okay, so, like, basically, like, yep. you make, like, a good point. Like, the difference is, like, Durham doesn't leak, and then, obviously, there's tons of leaks around this Mar-a-Lago thing, which is ridiculous. Right, of course. Yeah. Um, I don't know if people That's are going to come in. the same people doing leaking on the other side that, that did it before with Trump when he was president. The same people. The same, the same reporters. And, and Which, we even I mean, saw like, the emails and all the, the... And all the emails that came out that I think uh, Ryan that Ryan developed and, and, and others developed too. That all the emails that came out with between FBI, DOJ people, and various press organizations. Yeah, and like it sort of like comes back, like ties into our previous conversation. It's like they can leak because there's no con no basically consequences. Uh, against their, I guess, belief system, I would say. Potentially, right. I don't know. I don't I don't know them. But, like, that sort of ties into what we were saying. Like, obviously, Durham's, like, a, a Catholic. Like, I mean, if he believes what he believes, he's not leaking. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, that's, a, that's, like, a cool tie-in to the Well, it has to do with how you look at your other. job as well as how you look at life ethically. It's like there's some people that think the ends are more important than the means to get there. doesn't matter what means you get there to do. Like Sam Harris doesn't have any problem with with the fortification that happened so that uh, Trump would lose the, the election. Yep. Um, I guess like I'm, I'm like on a drive right now. So if anybody has any questions about Russiagate, Mar-a-Lago, if you want to have like a discussion Obviously, Gene was just discussing it. If you missed, like, the first half of it, I think it was, like, a really fantastic discussion between, I guess, uh, Gene, a devout Christian, Bobo, a an atheist, and uh, me, who's I'm not in between, but not a Christian, I would say. I I'm, I'm, have a different belief system. Fair enough. Um, yeah. Um, one second. I'm going to post this. Uh, a... Uh, Speak. You're, I'm gonna you're go, breaking uh, up a lot. Over. Cool. Yeah, sorry. Well, can you get the other people? 
can you get the other people involved in it? Because I don't have any new information. All I have is the stuff I have on my Substack that I've read. I have the documents, but I've read, I've read a bunch of them. Yeah, one second, oh, I'll bring them in. Let me comment on the civil case. When I read through the civil case, the amended civil case, it's amazing. And I encourage every listener to read that civil case between Trump and the DNC and such like that. Because it's amazing how he followed along the uh, all the spaces everybody did since October last year, as well as the Durham evidence and the Horowitz evidence to compile a narrative which essentially uses all the evidence that Durham and Horowitz kind of developed and puts it in a, an appropriate way. That's why the Democrats are freaking out about it. So I encourage everybody to read it. Fool, do you want to say something? Because I'm sort of done. I don't know what else to say. I just want, I was going to ask Fool if he thinks there's going to be any more action uh, with the whole Mar-a-Lago yeah. thing or any indictments or anything. Are they going to wait till after the election if, if that's going to happen? Are you there, Fool? Well, well, all I can say is we will see. I, I, I don't think he knows anything more than I do. And I, all I can say is we will see what happens. Uh, Ryan was thinking that the next person indicted was going to be Jaffe. And I would agree with that, too. But if it's part of Rico, it might all get delayed until after the election. Well, I was talking about Trump. Well, well no, I, th I, I even think that's connected with Durham, too. It's like that's part... That's part of what they're doing on the side is to try and change the subject from what's coming with Durham. They're not going to try to get Trump the points on Trump to prevent him from running for office again. When in reality, they have nothing there. They, when are they, they would gonna, have had something years ago if there was anything. So when are they going to indict Trump? Who knows? Because it, 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 it's all up I, to guard. It, it's all up to. Uh, uh, it's all up to Gardner as to whether he wants to follow DOJ policy or not. I think there will be uh, an indictment, at least out of Georgia, because as soon as you get before a grand jury, you know, grand juries indict ham sandwiches, as they say. Um, yeah, I think as soon as they get in front of grand jury, it, it's pretty much as long, if it's a Democrat county, you know, or state, I mean, like D.C., you're, you're not going to find a uh you just need 50 percent for grand juries so you just need a uh, majority to convict so it, or well, to send well, a few days ago a crypto lawyer had sebastian gorka gorka on his twitter space and and went on for over an hour and 40 minutes and it was really quite over two hours and it was very good and i encourage everybody to listen to that uh that twitter space through crypto lawyer and i've got a copy of it on my Substack also so all I can say is, if you want an entertaining couple hours to listen to, listen to that one too. Crypto Lawyer's got some good stuff on there. Hey, what's up, Cool? Fool, fool have you heard any Crypto Lawyer stuff? Fool, have you heard any Crypto Lawyer stuff? It's all cool. jarbled, cool. Can't hear you. 
One, one thing, crypto lawyer, two, two lawyers and the truth is really quite good. And I encourage people to listen to that on Podbean or their Twitter spaces. And you can uh, look up crypto lawyer on Twitter and subscribe to his uh, subscribe to his things and find out about his podcast because he has some very interesting stuff. He also interviewed a shipwreck crew for over an hour also with a very good space talking about the J6 stuff as well as the Russia Gate stuff. I just want Anybody, to know if you Bobo, do you have anything else to add? I, 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 I don't have anything to add to it because I don't have any new information. Fool, do you have anything? I mean, I just want to know if the DOJ has pretty much like blown their wad already. That's as much as they're going to do before the election. Are they going to try to mess with it anymore? Or is this grand jury going to return an indictment before? I just don't want the election messed with. Well, we'll see because it kind of backfired on them. They weren't expecting this backfire on them. That's a political decision. And who knows if Gardner wants to do it. That's true. I think it's helped Trump so far. You know, some stupid people. I mean, look at how much like liberals trust uh, the FBI these days. They have like, I don't know, really high um, right. approval from stupid libs. I, I'm sorry you folks are listening because I don't know what else to say. I, I, I'm more respond to questions. I don't have anything. I, 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 and I'm not running this, this site, this thing. I think uh, uh, our host must be driving through a tunnel right now or something. Yeah, he said spotty internet. Uh, does anyone want to take over as host? Because I don't know what to say. Sorry, my apologies, everybody. <laughs> uh, not me. I've never done it before. Huh? I've never done it before. I don't want to do it. Well, uh, well, uh, all I can say is if Fool can't come back on again, uh, if Fool can't come back, back on again, I, I, I guess he and I and other uh, appreciate everybody that showed up. Uh, I hope it was entertaining for you folks to listen to my own part of the story. But all I can say is, um, all, all I can say is, uh, do the best in your own life and and. Uh, Whatever you decide to believe is between you and God. That's the way I look at it. It doesn't really have anything to do with me. Okay, thanks for the conversation, Gene, Fool, Daniel, everybody else. I'm going to take off. Thanks. Yeah, I, I guess we're done. I, I don't know what else to say. I don't know how to turn anyone else on, so you folks are still listening. Uh, my apologies because the guy who's running it isn't is stuck in, in a dead zone and is driving. Oh. Uh, full, full, can you hear? Because, uh, I, I don't know what else to say, and I don't know. I'm not the host, so I can't shut it down or continue it. What do you want to do?
I mean, I'll keep going. Can you share this? Well, uh, we're losing listeners, so it's getting dead air now. So maybe we just do it another time where there's more things to discuss and more people in it. What's up, Paul? Yo, fool. Daniel, do you want to say anything? I mean, I, I got I got a lot of I think, hopefully. <laughs> like, Daniel, do you want to say anything? We want to talk I mean, about me and you can chat. I mean, if you, you have any questions, questions of me or I, me of you, I, I don't have any yeah. of you. I don't even know who you are. I, I got a lot. I do a lot of research on the Rush E8 stuff. I mean, oh, are you there? Corner. Um, Gene, can you still hear yo, me? What's up? Yeah, yeah, I can. Uh, Daniel, what's up? Miser, are you there? Yeah, can you hear me? Can you? Yeah. Okay, here, I, you know. I can't hear anybody uh, besides you, Gene. Can you? Uh, yeah, I, I hear you. I hear a female voice, but I don't know whose it is because the, it, the light isn't blinking. Was, so who is it that's talking? Miser, Miser. <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, I can see you, but for some reason your light isn't blinking there with the well, I little a, blue thing. You know, I had a question, but I don't know if anybody here can answer it. I, it's more of a concern uh, regarding the Mar-a-Lago raid. I guess my concern is the legal advice that Trump is getting. I, I'm worried that he's not really having um, the best team that he could have. And... Uh, I don't I, I, well, yeah. well, based on what I read and based on what Robert Barnes has said, I think he's probably getting good advice because I think the next thing they're doing is they put in a lawsuit to bring in the Fourth Amendment because the the it's the, gonna get uh, tossed, though. the the subpoena was too broad. It's going to get tossed though because you can't do it before trial. It's you'd have to be suppressing you'd be suppressing evidence that isn't exactly evidence.